This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? I- I'm good. I'm a little jet-lagged and really tired, you know. I've been out of town for several days, and, um, man, it was just exhausting. You know, we uh, being out of the shop, you have uh, all these shipments that come in, business as usual. You know, folks are uh, delivering tobacco, mail orders have to go out, Mm. and uh, deposits have to be made, just all the, you know, small business stuff that comes with with the shop like the Squire. And, um, man, I just came back, and my my plate runneth over uh, today. Now, how is it jet lag when you, Chicago's on the exact same time zone that we're on? I don't want to talk about it. Look, these (laughs) Airports are really difficult. I'm just saying I might have eaten some bad curry. It just, you know, things happen when you're out there. Oh, man. Well, we've got uh, got a great show tonight. We've got some uh, fun (laughs) stuff to talk about for sure. Hey, man, at the top of the show, though, we need to give some major shout outs to uh, those that are helping make this show happen. I'm talking, of course, about those of you who are helping support the show over at patreon.com slash country squire radio. We actually have got a new country squire radio pipe club inductee. Dude, look at this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome at the squire level. Corey Hayes! All right, now I got a question for Corey. I don't know if Corey's tuning in live or or just when you hear this, buddy, let me know. Are you that Corey Hayes? And what I mean by this is I I did a Google search because the name just sounded familiar. And I did a Google search and it wasn't who I thought it was. But I did discover that there is a Corey Hayes in New York who is also a major photographer. And so I'm very curious to know if this Corey Hayes is said famous New York City photographer. And he might be. I, I He very well may. Maybe he's a pipe smoker. I mean, pipe smokers are, you know, authentic and talented and all that. Interesting. Yeah. All right. We also have a new patron joining up as well. Now, I love this because our patron is Ole Andre Vick. Ole Andre Vick. Ole Andre Vick. Oh, that's great. Now, in his username, he says Ole in there. I'm assuming that his first name is not Ole, but you never know. No, it might be. It, I, I don't no, know. It could be. What if it's Olay? Ole, 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 Maybe Spanish. Ole. No, that's great. Andre, thanks so much for uh, for joining at the patron level, man. That's great. Absolutely. Um, you know, bo- both of these guys, Corey and, and Andre, um, you know, we appreciate you very much. This is goes directly into, you know, helping Country Car Radio uh, happen each week. And we, um, we really can't thank you enough for that. That's exactly right. Now, we teased out something last week. Ooh, I'm so excited. All right, so this is a big deal for us. So so we've got coming up here in, uh, in the next couple of weeks, we've got our 200th episode. Uh, now, for several weeks back, we've been <laughs> kind of talking about this. It. It's coming up, man. We've talked about how we're building up to it, how it's going to be a big deal. Uh, we've been trying to figure out how we can make this special. And so, as we announced last week, we are doing the episode 200 live from the Country Squire. Now, I know what you're thinking. You do that every week. But no, 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 no. We are actually opening up the doors so that you can actually come in, sit in for the live recording of the show, followed there directly where after, there after, followed directly thereafter <laughs> with uh, a, a huge party. We're going to have cake. We're going to have uh, some some beverages. It's going to be a ton of fun. So we want to encourage you, if uh, if you've never made your pipe pilgrimage down to Jackson, Mississippi. This would be the time. This is, I mean, I can think of no yeah. better reason. I mean, you know, if you can get free on Monday night and you're, you know, relatively close by, or if you just want to, you know, fly into our sprawling oasis here that is Jackson, <laughs> Mississippi, we can take you to uh, to lovely, uh, lovely Lafleur's Bluff where we, uh, you know, uh, 
play on the golf courses that have the mains. There's a and Chinese restaurant right there's there. There's a Chinese restaurant. I mean, you know, there's liquor a liquor store right next door. Uh, yeah. There's a liquor store. And, and, and there's <laughs> the beautiful country squire. You know, it's, it's great. It's historic. It's historic. Great. It's, it's, it, it, it is historic. We are a historic shop. But, um, you know, you can breathe the same air and, and, and pick up the same dust as, uh, you know, famous authors and comedians, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and uh, ex-NFL uh, football players that have come through our shop. And, uh, you know, it, it'd be fun. Whole nine yards, man. All right. So June 5th, it's Monday, June 5th is going to be uh, the date. Uh, the time is going to be 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's when we open the doors at 6.30. We'll start the show, so it'll be doors closed at that point. Here's the thing. It is limited seating, so there are tickets on sale now. We've got it up on Facebook. We've got it up. If you go to CountrySquireRadio.com, you'll see a big banner for it. Uh, it is going to be very much first come, first serve. However, we do have benefits. If you are um, a, if you are supporting the show, if you are a patron, uh, then you yourself actually uh, do. Wait, hang on. Let me see if I can get all of this wonderful stuff right. Um, for those supporting the show, there are various um, discounts at, at the level that in which you are, are supporting the show. So yeah, yeah. If you go, if you're uh, if you're a member of the uh, the pipe club and everything, then you've got the notification to to get the co- coupon codes. But even if you are using those coupon codes, you still need to do it like now because no, yeah, you, gotta, you may not have the you option. You have to sign up. On. There's only uh, limited seating. That's so, right. Yeah. So 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 do that uh, again. CountrySquireRadio.com. Look for the banner. You'll find the link. And uh, yeah. It's got all the information there. I'm really excited. I'm hoping we have a good crowd, and I, you know, it's just a, it, it, it's frankly a miracle, you know, uh, that we uh, have done this 200 times now. It's kind of crazy. I, I still can't get over that, like sitting down with with one another that many times, you know, and um, I, I don't know. It just it feels like it's a blip, you know, in Chicago, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, I just had so many conversations with folks about our podcast and the nature of it and why it uh, is just different and interesting and engaging. And, um, you know, it. we just started this kind of on a whim, you know, on a whim. You had an idea and kind of convinced me begrudgingly to come along and we just kind of you know we're like kicking well, let's and screaming try this. and clawing on yeah the i mean you know i'm just <laughs> and and you know anyway it's just it's just kind of funny uh you know and, and here we are uh man two years later and we've got uh no not two what three or four four years later, almost four years yeah man we've got all these friends and um have connected a lot of folks in the community that never would have known each other otherwise and um anyway all that to say we just want to celebrate with y'all and um and and hope you can make it in person and if not uh you know join us live that night yeah you may even be pulled up on mic you never know it gets crazy up in here that's dangerous yes <laughs> now you got some uh, you got some announcements too yeah uh i want to do it at the bottom of the show. Okay, all right, all right. Is that okay? Stay tuned to for yeah. the bottom of the show for uh, for yeah. some some major announcements, especially specifically for you club members. Yeah, that's right. That's all right. right, all right. So tonight's episode, man, this is great. So last week we mentioned it. Uh, you this last couple of days have, right. have not been here in our hometown of Jackson. I've been absent. Yes, you have actually been uh, in Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And uh, you know, last year we were both there. We we went on an adventure together. And uh, this year you went solo. Yeah, I did. Um, I, I uh, you know, I, I, I was fine by myself. You know, I was watching all the pictures come through. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember that episode of Friends where Joey's like looking out the 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 window as it's raining down upon him? I don't think so. Okay, well, that, yeah, you know, I didn't watch a lot of Friends. Yeah, really? I wasn't, I wasn't cool enough to watch a lot. Of, I, Friends and Dave Matthews kind of went together for me, you know? Interesting. And I just, I, I don't know, I was resentful to both of them, and I'm a Beatles guy. So anyway. That, wow. Yeah. I, I, there's a whole... Maybe there's another episode there. There has to be another episode there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, I was uh, quite, quite lonely here as I was seeing all of the amazing pictures uh, of you sending in uh, photos with uh, listeners, with big industry titans, uh, with everything that was there. So this episode, man... I want you 
to take me and by extension, all of us with you to Chicago. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of our listeners were actually there, which is really awesome. So, um, you know, I'd love to hear some of their, you know, experiences also, but, but it, it was, it was great. We had fun, you know, I was really excited about going and, um, you know, we're just going to kind of take tonight to, um, to give you an overview of kind of what happened and my experience, you know, who I spoke with and, uh, some things that, uh, debuted there that were kind of interesting and, um, conversations I had that, that I think were kind of enlightening and things of that nature. But the main thing we want you to, to feel from this is like what it's like to go to the greatest pipe show on earth. Okay. If, mm. if you can imagine, uh, being in a, uh, very dated convention center, <laughs> which we'll talk about shortly. It's it's classy for it, the it's, era. It, it's it's classy if you're uh, the Golden Girls in 1974. <laughs> but but you know it. But but it, it there's there's something remarkable about being in this place, and you've got just this incredible uh, collection of people from all over the world. I've never seen more Danish people in my life. I mean, they're just Danish people everywhere, which is sure. awesome. There's just such a well. I mean, you think about like you know the the incredible uh, amount of uh, carvers and blenders that come from uh, these great traditions in places like Italy, Denmark, uh, you know, France, uh, you know, the incredible pipe companies. I mean, the birthplace of the Briar Pipe and all these things. I mean, is it um, safe to say this is not just the the largest, the biggest pipe show in, in America, but in fact, the it's world? The world. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, we want to give you an idea of this. And, and a, a, a friend of ours, uh, you know, told me when we were on the on the convention floor, they were like, look, we need to, we need to let people know how awesome this event is, because if you're a pipe smoker at all, it's a bucket list thing. Like it really is. It is a bucket list event. Like you need to, you need to go. If you're a, if you're an enthusiast at, by any stretch of the imagination, like going to this event and experiencing it, seeing the, the, the magnitude of it, you know, I, I mean, just, uh, you know, it, it's overwhelming. And so, um, anyway, it was really cool, you know, as I was preparing to go, I was kind of nervous and, you know, I was leaving the shop behind and had all these things to do, uh, but just, you know, had to leave them with, uh, with our Caleb, the intern who took good care of the shop. I was, I'm sure I was fully, if fully expecting to come back to the shop, uh, and just find a pile <laughs> of, a pile of ashes and maybe a skeleton or two. Right. And, right, uh, right. and, and man, it was, it was in one piece. He did a great job, but, um, yeah, so, you know, I went to our uh, beautiful Jackson International Airport, which is uh, basically a pasture. It's somebody's backyard. Uh, it's basically basically a pasture, and uh, and flew flew up to, to Chicago, got into O'Hare, and uh, they've got this really cool uh, arrangement with this, like, limo company that's kind of like a what? taxi service. What? you got a limo this no, time? No, it's not a limo. But it's a limo company is what they call it, but it's like they've got these, like, kind of fancy Lincolns and, you know, Cadillacs and stuff that'll come pick you up, and, you know, you pay 50 bucks, and they tote you out to this, you know, the All Pheasant right. Run Resort yeah. in, uh, in St. Charles, which is in a in a suburb. So, um, so you know, it, you get to the Pheasant Run Resort, and, and, and you just don't really know what to what to think about. It. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like I need to take a little time to describe the place where, uh, where the Chicago pipe show takes place. So you're in the, you're in the suburbs of Chicago, uh, and there's this resort. It's this, um, sprawling complex. You know, you've got a, Oh, golf, it's huge. It's, 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 you were there, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a gigantic, uh, thing. You've got a golf course. There's, uh, basically a, a kind of a mini convention center right there on site swimming pool. Like there's like four pools. Um, you know, there's a, there's a hotel rooms, obviously go, but then they've got this kind of, you know, kind of like main street thing inside. So there's a bunch of bars and like restaurants and a convenience store and all this stuff like actually going on inside the hotel itself. And, and, and it, it's kind of like the shining. <laughs> 
a little bit, right? It's just a little creepy, you know. So, yeah. So they yeah, haven't yeah. updated well, the uh, no, abilities just, or anything. I, I'm, like I'm just that? saying, like I, I love Pheasant Run, and it's and it's the it is the perfect place to have the Chicago Pipe Show, right? Like that, like it is it is as quirky <laughs> and and wonderful as us pipe smokers are. But it is it is stuck in 1978, and and it is very apparent, and it it kind of creeps you out. Yeah, and it's not going. It anywhere. just kind of does. Yeah, no, it's, it's great, great. and it, and it just feels like it. You know, it's just right. So all right. So wait, you left. Now take take me back. You which day did you leave? Uh, I left Thursday. So you actually got there on Thursday because yeah. I have heard, and this was not. You know, I don't. I don't think if I'm I'm doing my math correctly, this was not our experience last year. But the word on the street is that the real pipe show happens exactly the day before, the night before. Exactly, yeah. And, and I want to I want to talk about that. It was really cool because you know if you have the opportunity to go to the Chicago Pipe Show, get there Thursday night. You need to get there Thursday night, and there's a reason for that. Um, you know, it, it's amazing. You, you get there, you wake up, you know, Friday morning, and there's this incredible collection of of people that are already gathering. Uh, because what they do is they open the the smoking tent up, which I'll kind of describe in a minute. But they they open the smoking tent up. They've got uh, you know all the carvers and uh, and and vendors and everything just rush to find a little corner of this area. And and those are that's where you get the first pick. You get the first pick of all the really cool stuff, you know. So so the the week building up to the Chicago show, these carvers and uh, you know distributors and all this stuff, they're putting out their really cool like teaser photos of their stuff. Right, right. And by you know the end of Friday. The, the really coveted stuff, it's it's gone, you know? I mean, it's just, it, that's it. It's is there, amazing. Is there some sort of, I mean, is it really just kind of this whole first come, first serve mentality? Is it is it you've bought it before you even arrive? Like, why? Or is it like if I sell it the day before, then like I don't have to do some sort of like commission share type deal? Like no, what, no, it's not. I think it's just a kind of tradition. It's almost like a reward for being part of the greater community, getting there early, investing in it early, you know, getting to know the people that are there. If you if you get there early, you're just you're going to have more time to mingle and linger with people that, you know, are just, uh, you know, you, you're you, in it to win you, it. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have any, you know, opportunity to do that otherwise. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're sitting here, you know, you might be sitting in the smoking lounge and uh, which is a giant tent. And uh, and, and you know, you might be sitting across the table from the, uh, you know, the the main uh, blender of Cornell and Deal, you know, Jeremy Reeves. Or mm. uh, you, you might be sitting across from one of the executives at Mac Barron or, you know, the owner of Chacombe or whatever. I mean, it's just it's it's amazing. So um, and then you get to rush in and kind of get the the cream of the crop of the stuff that's there. That's so good. It's just really special. Um, Did you so see anyway, him pitch the tent? What's that? Did you see him pitch the tent? No, they did that. You know, it's it's interesting because the Chicago show actually goes several days before. So right, it, right. it was going on way before I got there. Um, but, you know, got there Thursday night. Um, first person I saw, uh, which was awesome, was Jim Deshane. Uh, oh, yeah. our, our good friend who uh, who we were able to uh, swindle a couple pipes off of last year, <laughs> and uh, and by the way, I think that pipe is still the nicest pipe you own. Oh yeah, no, like most by definitely. far, most yeah, definitely. Like it, it is some of the prettiest grain. Uh, but uh, man, just just awesome, awesome guys. So it was cool to like immediately see a friendly face. We recognized each other and kind of kind of chummed it up. Made made a lot of fun of you for not being there, of which course, was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you got a lot of flack because because you weren't there, but but you also got a lot of love too. You have a, you have a lot of a lot of fans, Bo. Um, I have no fans. I do have listeners, and I appreciate all of them. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was it was really really cool to connect with Jim, and um, and you know so we're in the smoking tent. To, to describe the smoking tent, imagine you know imagine a gigantic ballroom, you know, but it's not a ballroom. It's inside this you know this 
this, this, this tent, but the tent, it doesn't feel like a tent because it's surrounded by, you know, these plastic walls where they've enclosed it in. They put a, you know, a floor down so you're not standing on grass. There's heaters in there. So if it gets too cold, they heat it up. There's a bartender. So, I mean, it's like you're, it's Couple, like you're inside, but right? you're just, you're just in this giant tent that doesn't really feel like a tent. And so, and you, you know, like I mentioned, you're sitting across maybe the, the table from, uh, you know, uh, you know, just fascinating pipe carvers from all over the world and, you know, people that are speaking in very broken English because they're from, you know, East Asia or, you know, Northern Europe or wherever. And it's, it's just really exciting. You know, I, I think the thing I like most about the tent is, is when you go into the tent you don't necessarily have to go with a purpose of meeting someone. You just go sit down. That's all you do. You just find a seat. And once you find a seat, you immediately, I mean, we're pipe smokers, right? So you're immediately, uh, you know, kind of just catching up conversations with folks. I met a guy, I wish I, you know, could have connected with him further. Um, but um, his name is Quinn. He's from uh, the upper Midwest. And um, man, just a, a pastor in that area. And it was so cool because mm. we just sat down and had this great conversation about, um, you know, pipe smoking, kind of what he did and the connections there that he makes, kind of similarities between his profession and mine and uh, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, and then you turn around and make some, you know, make fun of someone because, you know, they can't keep their pipe lit or whatever. So it's just, it's just amazing thing. It's just really, really pretty, pretty cool and, and, and organic. But um, anyway, so saw, um, it went to the tent that night and it was cool because after that I went to, uh, this this bar, this kind of lounge that's inside the hotel there. So, so at at the Pheasant Run, which is very fitting, they have this kind of faux New Orleans uh, thing. You remember that? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you know, oh, heavy emphasis on the faux. Yeah. So if you if you if you have listened to Country Squire Radio enough, you know Bo and I are big fans of New Orleans. Big Bo kind of considers it a second home, and very you know we so. we go there you know semi regularly because in Jackson we're just three hours away, and um and so you know we like New Orleans, but but. You know, the, the Pheasant Run Resort, they kind of have this, like, strange, like, uh, <laughs> I, I, it's I really, like Disney World. I really want to use a certain kind of word, but I, I can't because we <laughs> have folks that listen to us at work and exactly. stuff. But you know, we, you know, it's this, uh, it, it's this place that that is trying to be like Bourbon Street and you know New Orleans and South Louisiana, Cajun and all this kind of stuff. And it just, it, 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 it's just. Uh, yeah. It's like if you go to Disney World, like to the MGM Studios and like everything yeah. is fake, like you dunk, 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 you can like knock on the like walls. Like a plastic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, but cheaper. Yeah. Way, <laughs> way cheaper. It's and it's great. just, it's not New Orleans. No, but it, but it, it, it's fun and it, it's endearing in its own way. Okay? In its own, it, yes. It is. That is it, it I would is, not say it That's the way. thing. Like I, we're picking on Pheasant Run and, and I feel <laughs> bad. I feel, really shouldn't, I feel right? bad about that, right? Because now I'm sitting here saying this stuff and like, like it, it really is. It's just kind of a cheesy setup, but like it's perfect for the Chicago mm-hmm. Pipe Show. It's perfect for the best pipe show in the and world. And the local high school prom. Because you got, oh, and that happened this year oh, too. So no, it, it's great. Um, it, it was really awesome as you're walking the, the prom uh, of the local high school is like hosted on the same grounds and this year they even had these little uh vases where you could that they had like they were they were voting for their uh prom king and prom queen did you vote and no i didn't vote (laughs) that's like disgusting but anyway they had you know and i wasn't involved in that anyway when i was a kid i I was an outcast but anyway whatever man you were like king of your your school oh let me tell you but you know they had these like they had these black vases that you could put money in to vote for the prom king or in the pink vases to put money in for the the prom queen 
and uh and, and and you know there's you've just got these 85 year old men in these cardigans and like you know uh, driver caps and you know they're they're like khakis pulled up to their you know midsection and it, and they're just walking around with their pipe bags and stuff and then you got these you know 17 year old girls glittered up in these like Dressed purple the outfits and like these really <laughs> awkward you know uh, guys in tuxedos for the first time in their life trying to make moves on these girls and it's just <laughs> and it's just this weird thing like you know you're in this hotel that's from like the shining and you've got this you know it's this, this strange thing going on you know and these these uh, old pipe smokers you know from you know all over the world and it, there's you know just people speaking you know chinese and danish and all this stuff and then and you've got this prime anyway it's just nuts the whole thing's just nuts. But, so I'm taking a break. I'm sitting at the bar. From the prom. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a break from the prom. That's right. That's right. right. I, I wasn't elected king. Um, uh, I would have voted for you. Uh, I, I took a break from the prom. I was sitting at the bar in one of the... Um, it's a, it, the, the restaurant's name, actually, is Jambalaya. Uh, which, uh, and is. I don't know if they serve jambalaya or not, but, but that's the restaurant's name. Not the good stuff. And it, it's cool. Cause I was, I was kind of resting, you know, just sitting at the bar. It'd been a long day travel and all that. And, uh, and I, I hear, uh, you know, behind me, someone, someone says, you know, Hey, John David. And I turn around and I see a guy, three guys actually that I've never met before in my life. And, uh, and there is Jeremy Feliciano. Jeremy Oh, is, yeah. the, is the founder of Briar Nation. And uh, Briar Nation, of course, one of the, uh, you know, biggest, uh, you know, kind of, kind of pipe communities on Facebook and on the Internet. And we, um, it, you know, anyway, have been friends online for a long time, but have never gotten to connect with Jeremy, never met him before in person. And, you know, we didn't know a ton of, about each other or whatever. But uh, just, you know, anyway, he invited me over to his table, was sitting there with a couple of good friends. And um, and that's how the Chicago Pipe Show is. You're just kind of, you know, constantly bumping into it's people. big like family that. reunion. So, uh, man, stayed up late with those guys, had a few beers, and 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 smoked a pipe afterwards out in the tent, and then uh, and then hit the sack. So um, <laughs> yeah, it was it's really good though. And again, that Friday part, like we talked about, it's kind of that thing where you know you you get there early, you get to see the good stuff. Uh, but then also these these people that don't want to deal with the tent because right. maybe they're kind of introverts or something, uh, they go up and they actually in their rooms in the actual hotel will have like trunk shows. So <laughs> it's just really weird experience, right? They put these flyers out all over the hotel and they're like, hey, come see my collection of Dunhills in room, you know, 503. And, and, and then you go up and, and you knock on the guy's door and like, and, and, you I'm know, here to see your pipes. I'm here to see your pipes and, you know, in this hotel room I've never met you before. And it's this really confusing experience, you know, and like, and, and, and these guys, they've got their pipes like spread over their bed, you know, their luggage is in the corner. You can see their toothbrush in the bathroom and all this kind of weird. It's just strange. It's just strange. You know, the whole thing is just kind of, kind of funny, but, um, man, some of the best, uh, deals and experiences are, are met and found in those kind of things. There are a lot of, uh, a lot of folks with these incredible pipe collections that were on sale actually Ewan Reese the one of the you know major uh, pipe retailers in the country in Chicago right there kind of the hometown store uh, great guys yeah. uh, uh, that run that shop a uh, Chuck who's owned it for since he was a kid I think we did or, a shop talk with them there. a while back if I'm not mistaken yeah but anyway they they actually had the largest uh, you know estate sale of pipes in one place in the world really wow. i mean they just had stuff from all over the place so it was really cool just to see uh see some of that and connect with 
uh, with people you never thought you'd meet. So that's awesome. All right. So, so the first night was really more social. Did you, you, know, you haven't mentioned this yet. Have you, did you buy anything the first night? I, I did not. Okay. I, I held off till the second day Okay. <laughs> as if that sounds like a big accomplishment, but yeah. And the second day I only spent several thousand dollars. It was great. Right, Everything no, was no. great. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fine. Yeah. All right. So first day, <laughs> I don't have a problem. I promise. I don't have a problem. Yeah. Socializing, getting drunk on faux <laughs> bourbon street, getting faux drunk on faux bourbon street. Right. That's, right. That's good. <laughs> All right, faux so drunk on faux bourbon. I have to remember that. Next, next day, next, next date is is the actual show, right? The yeah. ribbon cutting and people actually storming. Yeah, so storm we, the you know, you have this, you have this thing, and everyone gets there really early. Of course, I. What what was beautiful about this bow, and I, I have to say this on air with you right here next to me, I. I, I was so incognito this whole time. <laughs> and, and it was great because if you were there, we would have been like running back and forth to all these different people and like, oh, let's go meet this guy. Let's go meet this right, guy. Right, and like, right, and right. like, it, because you're kind of like the Tasmanian devil. And, <laughs> and I'm kind of like the guy that, you know, it, it would just sit in the corner and not talk to anyone if I were left to myself. That's why we're such a good balance. Because, Only when like, I've got microphones. Because, Only when I got microphones. No, nah, I mean, you know, you, 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 you pull me out and I like kind of rein you in. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's but, good. That's but, good. But, you know, it's been a busy season for me. And so I was, you know, I was just there and I didn't really have a lot of appointments or anything. And so, you know, I was just kind of, I had my little coat on, I was walking around, I, you know, I had my country squire t-shirt on, but I, um, you know, just didn't, it was, it was just great. I just got to hang out and shop and talk to people casually, but, um, it was so cool because I did get to meet a lot of our, uh, listeners from all over the country, met folks from, uh, Michigan, Indiana, Wisconsin, Minnesota, uh, California, Nevada, uh, New York State, um, wow. um, Massachusetts. I mean, these these are people from you know all over uh, Scotland. <laughs> people from all over that um, you know really uh, are, are part of our our Country Squire Radio community, and uh, it was just really fun to to interact with them, get feedback. Uh, you know, people, it, it was honoring too, because folks would be like, yeah, I'm smoking bag end right now. Or I'm smoking old Toby right now. They pull crazy. out their, their pack that we had, uh, we had sent them and, and blended right here at this tobacco bar we're standing at right now. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of special. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I spent a bunch of money. So, um, so that's what people really want. Yeah. I spent, I spent a lot of money. The thing, the thing is like, you know, if you're a retailer and you go to a show like this, you try to find things that, you know, maybe you're, you can bring back and kind of, you know, put in your shop or, you know, you're thinking of customers that, okay, well, I know if, if this, if this customer saw this, he would really like it. And so, you know, maybe I'll invest in this and see, you know, if this person is interested in buying it or whatever. And, um, and, and, you know, so, so 45 pipes later, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm I, sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, um, I, I was, I was finally done and I, and I had just enough, just enough money to get home. Yeah. <laughs> 45 pipes. Don't, don't worry. Five of those were for the shop. I know. Right. right, right exactly. Yeah. You, you, you get it. You're onto it. Yeah. So, right, but, but, but like, were they, were they like all mostly like from like, like larger vendors or were there yeah. some custom stuff? Would you That's get? the thing. Yeah. Most of, you know, for, um, it, the beauty of the American, Carver market is that, um, and, and this really is a beautiful thing. And I can say that honestly, as a retailer, like, you know, the, in today's world, the Carver can go direct to the, to the person. So there's no, like, you know, the Carver doesn't really need a distributor necessarily. Right. Like, you know, it, it's like our good friend, Danny Vasquez in Iowa, Burden Bear Pipes, you know, that um, dude. he's Ooh. so talented, you know, and whenever he puts out a pipe, 
he puts it online and you buy it straight from him. You know, you get it straight from the carver. It comes from their workshop. It's got a hand signed note with them um, and, and that kind of thing. Well, that, you know, and, and that's good. That's how it should be. But, you know, so uh, most of those pipes aren't sold through retail outlets like the Squire. Um, most of, you know, the pipes that we sell in a shop like this are going to be, uh, you know, name brand pipes or or maybe uh, larger carvers, you know, particularly from Europe, Denmark, uh, Italy, that just crank out three, four, five thousand pipes a year, uh, kind of thing. And so, just connecting with some of those distributors was great. And uh, and and I bought a, a lot of uh, a lot of pipes from them. And uh, hopefully, they uh, you know in in Italian and Danish and whatever language they had were uh, were blessing me on my way out. So yeah, it was mm. it was it was good. That's good. <laughs> it was really good. Some some cool. Uh, news from the show, which I thought was really uh, neat. Um, you know, of course, we talk about McClellan tobacco all the time on on CSR, and I'm a big fan of McClellan. We use a lot of their blends uh, or a lot of their raw ingredients to make uh, some of our blends here at the shop. And um, and of course, you know, I was sitting in the smoking tent, and and who else walks in but Mary and Mike McNeil? Man. Um, Mary is the owner of McClellan Tobacco, and and McClellan uh, and, and Mike, her, her husband, is the is the blender. He's kind of the head blender. Um, what's awesome is Mary is a pipe smoker too, of course, and, and an artist. Uh, and an artist it does watercolors with all all the tin artwork of McClellan stuff is all her stuff. Um, but you know, Mike was saying, you know, that is that is the best one of the best taste testers of raw ingredients that is on the face of the earth. And he was like, and that's my wife and my boss, <laughs> which <laughs> was, is really kind of cool. And she was there. Yeah. No, Mary's there. Oh, man. I, I, lo- I love it because when you, you know, as a, we've talked about this before on the show too, but you know, when I order from McClellan, like she's the one that picks up the phone Sure, there, it's, it's her or Christy, like, you know, one of the two and, and they're in the same room together. This is a small batch group of just, you know, American folks that are, um, that are just really talented at what they do and have made a real name for themselves. So anyway, the news here is that McClellan uh, this year celebrates its 40th anniversary. Wow. Which is, I mean, you think about like 40 years, that's a that's a big deal for a small batch artisan American tobacco company. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, they have come out with a, a blend called their uh, 40th anniversary blend. Um, it's it's very reminiscent of Christmas cheer, and actually the tin is a beautiful blue tin uh, that that is the same size, a hundred gram tin, uh, same size as Christmas cheer. Looks very similar, uh, but it's very blue and silver instead of kind of the red and gold. But but the um, whale and everything. But the whale, all that yeah. stuff, the wreath, and it's just just very very attractive. You know, you're buying a really high quality product when you buy it. But, they know how to make um, it feel premium. They do. Yeah. They really do. When you, you just you just know you're buying. Something something special when you buy a McClellan product. And um, so anyway, Mike worked really hard and he wanted to come out with a, um, with a red Virginia flake that just, you know, had a, you know, had a nice, uh, nice richness to it. And, and what's cool is actually, um, I don't know if it's next week or the following week, but, but we got some audio from some of these people. Yeah. Next week, yeah. uh, you, you, man, I'm, I'm, I was going to wait to, to give you your props, but, uh, you got some great audio, got some, some good audio interviews. Yeah. So yeah. So ne- next week, that's a treat. But, coming. but we actually yeah. got to talk with Mike. And so, you know, Mike was able to explain, uh, you know, when he came up with 20th anniversary and, you know, he worked on this for, you know, forever obviously. And, uh, you know, just what he was thinking, what they were going for. And, um, and, uh, you know, I, I really look forward to y'all listening to that. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's a good but, teaser for next week's episode. Good teaser. Now, yeah. I want to know, 
about something that many of our listeners who have been with us for years want to know about. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's Father the Flame. Dude, it was awesome. I know. That's... So you have seen it. No, I, I've seen it. I've the... seen it. Now, now th- this is the thing. It's, you know, they they, they were kind of talking about it being a, uh, you know, the first release or whatever. Well, it's it's not quite done yet. Oh, yeah. come so, on. No, 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 no. But I, 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 need to, I need to be clear. They've just got some minor tweaking to do. There's some music issues that they have to work through and all that. But but this is a it is a full feature length uh, film and it is fantastic. The um, the you know visual uh, you know obviously the videography and uh, you know even how they've kind of organized things where they bounce back and forth between uh, you know Denmark uh, interviewing the Iversons back mm-hmm. to uh, you know Michigan talking with uh, Lee Von Eric and and over to uh, to Italy and 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 seeing uh, you know Mimo the best briar. Uh, you know, kind of uh, distributor, per, you know, harvester uh, in, in the American market. You know, he's bringing this briar. He's, it shows you how it's coming out of the ground. And, and then uh, you, you follow people like uh, Von Erich and, and, and the Iversons. And you, and you see how this turns into these incredible works of art and, and even how they're sold. You know, it's like, uh, you know, these uh, markets where they go overseas and, uh, you know, people pay, you know, thousands of dollars for these artisan pipes. It's just really, really special. So, I want it. Um, yeah. And, and I, you know, I'm so excited. I got to hang out with our, our good friend Rush. Uh, of course, you can follow AKA him Beardcore. At, at Beardcore on uh, on Twitter. And uh, man, Rush is just such an encouragement, dude. But he was he, he was I could tell, you know, he's a little nervous, but like it he, he did great. <laughs> like the, their whole team did great. I think the feedback they got was really good. And um, well, they say over just, 10 uh, years in the making. Dude, it's not quite that long. No, I mean, come on. But no, no. I mean, it's been it's it's been a little while. From but, what I've seen, it looks amazing. Just release it. Yeah. I want it so bad. It, it's it's really great. So you know, and I, I I told him I was like, man, when this comes out, like we need to figure out a way to get uh, pipe clubs to you know rally around it and maybe even have like watch parties and stuff like that. I mean, we yes. could we could make this a lot of fun. But yes. anyway, it, it was really excited about that. Um, and, and the guys that collaborated on that with uh, with Rush and and um, you know everyone else they just they just put their heart into it and uh, it, it I highly recommend it uh, once it does premiere officially in its final version uh, you know to 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 check it out you know it was cool because Cornell and Deal also a great American tobacco company we love and support Cornell and Deal but um, you know they actually have had this small batch tobacco series that has come through. Uh, you know, for the past several couple of years now, they do every quarter or so uh, release a new small batch tobacco, and their small batch tobacco this this go around is Father the Flame. What? And so, and and the Father the Flame tobacco, it's actually supporting uh, the the project that they've done. Man, so, that's awesome. And and what's cool is like you you um you know out there if you're listening, you can actually uh, purchase you know Father the Flame tobacco from Cornell and Deal if you can find it. <laughs> <laughs> the Squire had we had a small allotment of tins, and uh, you know they went on our website and they were gone within 24 hours it was amazing but um but you know if you if you buy this tin you're actually supporting uh the the project that they're doing which is really cool but anyway uh father of the flame tobacco from cornell deal just a no-nonsense english blend it's an english blend uh with zero topping uh, any kind of flavoring stuff like that, and it's just just really clean. It's a pipe smoker's blend. It's a you know if you're a, if you're a Latakia smoker, this is your blend. Mm. Yeah, so uh, it was really cool to see that and see the guys at Cornell and Deal, uh, you know Jeremy and 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 all the guys there, uh, just really in a position to where they could support and get behind you know Rush and and his friends that have that are doing Father of the Flame. So re- really really cool. Um, you know probably the most memorable thing, Bo, though, about the Chicago Pipe Show was Saturday night. 
and Saturday night, so there, there's kind of this weird, like, like subculture. Okay, you're at the Chicago Pipe Show, and everyone there is really special. But then, like, there's a strange thing that's going on. It's like well, it's called the high school prom. We no, already talked. No, about we we did. You're, you're right. You're right. And you, you know, old 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 men like walking by in their cardigans, voting for the prom queen. Right, yeah, that's right, great. Exactly. No, everything's normal. It's, Brian it's Levine in the front of that line. No, it's great. Oh, by the way, he wore his uh, his velvet coat so that uh, people, in his words, could uh, would rub on him, and it, and it works. It, it, it works. Brian is great, by the way. That man like, is a rock star. He, no, he really is. Yeah. And like he he walks around the place and owns it. Owns it. And and it's just such an encouragement. You know, I, I was always. Um, you know, we pick on each other. I, I was talking with Mike McNeil about uh, talking with Brian, and you, you'll listen to it more next week on the episode. But you know, when you talk to Brian, you kind of have to be prepared. You know, like <laughs> you kind of you kind of have to be storing up your uh, you know your 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 jabs and uh, kind of right, you know, right. You gotta yeah, you, yeah. You kind of you kind of got to go into it being ready, like you know, especially if you're Hobbit folk like you and me, Bo. You know, like yeah. he just he has a lot of fun with that. You know, right, a, right. a little furry beards and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's yeah. just you, you can never outthink him though. No. Only one he's Brian quick. Levine. He's quick, man. He's just quick. So, but it was it was great to see Brian. But, um, but the weird thing about Saturday, yeah. So there's a subculture, not subculture, but it's kind of the you know people are like, well, this is what everyone else is doing, but this is what the cool people are doing. Mm. And so, it, and and the main thing that kind of you hear about, uh, there's this hospitality suite that's kind of on the opposite end of the resort okay what? you have to walk almost uh, you know a half mile to get there in, inside this hotel was that there last year and it was we it just was. didn't get the invite no we weren't cool enough oh my uh, was mean, it because i wasn't with you this year Is no that... exactly okay. they were like nah he's not there so you can come <laughs> man <laughs> but uh yeah so anyway they um you know you, you you walk you walk a mile to get there and you go up this like unmarked staircase that's behind this door it's just bizarre and and all of a sudden you get to the top of this you know kind of uh uh clandestine staircase and you're looking at this like giant oak door that you would think of seeing in like a you know law firm or something mm. and you open it and there's this there's this party and and it's kind of a speakeasy kind of feel it's Ooh. like this weird like but it but the the, the thing is this suite that is in this thing it, it was like the the owner, the former owner or something of the of the Pheasant Run Resort, like I guess used it as his private apartment. And and so it's completely decorated in like, you know, nineteen seventies just chic. It is just <laughs> it, and and I and I mean that in the most Awful way. The walls match the <laughs> ceilings, match the floor. No, it's just crazy, man. Like there's just drapes that you know look like they just, I mean, literally came out of the Golden Girls, and um, you, you know the the whole thing is just shag carpet, and it's just it's just bizarre. He got he got a style. He got some. No, land he, he no he he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was great. <laughs> there's a yeah, I mean there's a there's a jacuzzi that hasn't been turned on in years, and uh, you know there's shag carpet and these you know weird window treatments and all this stuff but but it was cool because there was just kind of this group of people that were connected hanging out there that weren't necessarily uh, you just had the opportunity to kind of get away you know and mm. and and be um i don't know just connect more intimately mm, yes, with friends yes, and things yes, like yes, that the, so, the hospitality suite oh uh, yeah so it, it was great uh, i think the highlight of that night for me was hanging out with my friend uh, eric karloski eric um of course is the tobacconist and uh the manager at indian river trading company uh grand in, rapids michigan in grand rapids and uh eric a uh, good friend of the show incredibly talented blender and and just a really 
good spirit. Anyway, hanging out with Eric and his friends from uh, the Furniture City Pipe Society, which we'll talk about uh, in next week's episode some. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. It was encouraging. I got to know up there a lot of uh, the folks from Seattle Pipe Club, which was really nice. You know, it's just a really, really neat area to to visit. Wait, so. why did, how did Eric get in there? Hang on. I feel really insulted. No, no offense, Eric. But how did Eric get in there and I didn't get in there last year? No, it's, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes, you know, is it like a retailer thing? Like, I, oh, no, we're in the business. I, no, I think it was one of those things where you have to be like higher than a certain height. We're or the something. same height. <laughs> that is not it. <laughs> or, or maybe, man, I don't know. Maybe your beard has to be like a a, a larger amount or mm. something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's just seething. It's terrible. It's fine. Um, I'm not. No, everything's fine. It's everything's fine. fine. No, it was great though. We had we had just a lot of fun and uh, got to connect with so many people. Of course, uh, you know the folks at uh, you know up in Grand Rapids. Uh, we've got a lot of friends up there, and uh, yeah, they they uh, you know were uh, voicing support for the show and everything, and also getting their digs in occasionally, which was uh, which was pretty great. <laughs> uh, but uh, hung out with Max Stokeby, who uh, one Max, thing to say real quick though yeah. about the Grand Rapids listeners, yeah. they can dig as much as they want to because I remember in the earliest days of this show back when we were on a different service that gave us really cool tracking that we don't right. have anymore. Right. Like we saw very specifically that, that the, our audience, like the first audience that we got outside of Jackson, that Mississippi. That was kind of a hub. Yeah. two places was Grand Rapids, Michigan and Austin, Texas. Yeah, and so, so awesome. there's and a reason why way. we show a it's lot of love still that way. Groups, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's really special. And so uh, if you ever get up that way, uh, there's just a great pipe smoking community in Michigan. And those guys are, are just it, not just, you know, knowledgeable about pipes and all that stuff. They're into it just like, you know, a lot of us are, but, but they're very kind people mm-hmm. and they're not people that are going to make you feel like an idiot. If you don't know uh, a certain thing about tobacco or, you know, uh, use a certain type of blend or whatever. So anyway, I just, I would really encourage you if you're ever up that way, look those guys up at the, at the furniture city pipe society, but, but just, man, just really cool. It was a fun time. You know, I woke up super late and missed checkout on, uh, on Sunday. <laughs> Did you really? Um, you know, I, I think the thing on Sunday to talk about is the is the experience at the airport. I'm coming, uh, I'm, I'm going through the security line, and I, I've got, you know, 45 pipes with me, and I'm, I'll just let the listeners kind of guess as to, you know, the value of that amount of pipes. And, you know, if you go to a show like this, you're not just buying low-end pipes. You know, I, I bought a lot of nice stuff. So no, I, I've, I've got all these pipes for the shop. I wanted to bring them back, and I, I was like, well, I'll just put them in my luggage and check them. And then I realized, like, these people lose luggage all the time. <laughs> like these are uh, t- like invaluable treasures, you know, hand carved by artisans all over the world. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not putting that in the belly of some plane. <laughs> like it'll wind up in Hackensack, New Jersey. You know, I'll never even see those again. Who are you flying with? It's like uh, United. And they oh, did, no, they didn't, United. And they didn't beat me up, which was really nice. But, no, um, but they got they got a history of messing up their luggage. No, I'm just saying I no. didn't want any part of it. So 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 I was like, OK, I didn't check any luggage going up, but I had to check some luggage coming back. And so I checked all my clothes and everything. And in my carry on, I put these 45 priceless pipes that I'm just was so eager to get back to the shop. And and, and again, they're just, you know, it, it, it was probably the largest amount of money I've spent in a day <laughs> in my life. Right. It was just it was crazy. Um, but anyway, I, I, I wish I wish I had a photo of the TSA agent. Uh, of his face uh-huh. when he saw the scan of my carry-on bag. Because <laughs> he looked at it, and then he kind of looked over at me and tilted his head. You know how those dogs, when they look at you, they'll right. kind of tilt your head to the right. side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and he, he squinted his eyes, and then he kind of looked at his counterpart and was like, come here, come here. <laughs> 
And so they they take my bag and they they pull it over to an extra little area and they're like, "Sir, we, you know, we're gonna just go through your stuff." And I can tell they're like, "What the heck is going on here?" And so got the I, rubber gloves on and everything. It, they did, yeah, they did. It was great. And I and I saw um, <laughs> my favorite part of this experience is I saw the uh, the image that they took the scan that they took of my bag, um, and it looked like a sat like it's like Santa Claus's bag, but full of clear like lollipops like like <laughs> like it was just full of these things these with stems coming out with these like clear bowls it was just it, it was just everywhere it was just ridiculous and and so i you know explained to the tsa guy yeah we're at a pipe show and you know i, I specified tobacco pipe show because you know, I, you know, wanted him to know kind of what that was. And he was like, yeah, whatever. He's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, and he said, uh, he said something like, you know, you, you know, whatever you do, as long as there's no, you know, material in this stuff is on your own and you do what you want, man. I was like, dang it. He thinks I'm a pothead. Yeah, you know? They always do. They always do. <laughs> it's just crazy. So, uh, but anyway, it was, it was hilarious. And I, the only thing I regret about that is I wish, and he may not have even let me do this, but I wish I could have taken a photo of that scan. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. It, it was, it was amazing. If you can imagine a, a you know, a x-ray picture of of just these and a mass amount of pipes like this, it uh it, it was just great. So anyway, I was like Gollum clutching my precious pipe <laughs> through this airport. I was like, look, take my bag, take my toiletries, my underwear, everything else. Like, but you know, if if all I go home with are you know is is you know no contacts, no clothing, no toothbrush, but these pipes, then I've accomplished my out goal. of my yeah. cold dead hands. No, exactly. That's how I felt. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so um yeah, man. Anyway, it, it was it was just a great time. Got home safely and um and. Uh, uh, and it was just a real treat. So, um, it, yeah, anyway, you know, all that to say, look, we've given you a, uh, just a, a history of a show that you've, you know, may have never been to. And, uh, you know, maybe some of the details are, are boring to you. But I think kind of our our intent here is just to let you know what you're what you're in store, what what you have in store if you go to something like the Chicago Pipe Show. The pipe community is so encouraging. And I left they're so um so incredibly encouraged so uh just emboldened uh you know lots of creative ideas uh lots of uh you know knowledge now about new products out there and uh what other people are doing what uh new carvers are doing and all this kind of stuff and it was uh it was just really special so um anyway i had a great time man that's awesome yeah. did you get a chance to see phil of course, a good friend at Missouri Meerschaum. Yes, of course I saw Phil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how was he? Did he have the family Of out? course I saw Phil. Yeah. I mean, the whole crew was there. They had, um, you know, just a really nice size booth and, um, you know, we're just slinging corncob pipes all over. So Missouri Meerschaum, that's a company that is always very active in the community, no matter what the event may be. Absolutely. Um, Phil is always, he's always got the family out and they're showcasing all their, their beautiful pipes. And I know, uh, you know, one of the pipes that is sponsoring this week's show is the Missouri Meerschaum freehand pipe. Yeah. Now that's, that's right. that is a sizable bowl right there. It, it, it's a big bowl, you know, but it, what's beautiful about it is that, you know, if you like the freehand style, you're not just limited to a briar pipe, you know, so. So think mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, the beautiful plateau that you might find on a briar, the bark that's there, that kind of uh, w- the ends of that really uh, fine grain. You know, uh, they've they've mimicked that at Missouri Meerschaum and uh, and you just get a beautiful uh, freehand looking style pipe that's made of a cob. Uh, really generous bowl, large bowl, comes in a bent and a straight variety. Um, and uh, it, the, the stem also tends to be a little more decorative than some of the other Missouri Meerschaums, which is kind of nice. Um, this is one of their higher end pipes. And so. 
typically they'll put kind of a, a nice varnish on there that's kind of a... Is um, that what you call it when it kind of darkens up a little bit on yeah, the sides? Yeah, they, they have kind of that, uh, you know, pre-darkened thing where it's like a black black and clear varnish that, with that the country gentleman goes too. on exactly yeah. and and so it's just a it's a real nice stain it's an elegant looking pipe and uh you're going to pay a little more for it but it's it's a great smoke and it's very high quality so um anyway all the folks at missouri Mearsham are great they're big sponsors of the pipe community uh big sponsors of pipe clubs everywhere and uh and and promoters of of our hobby and industry and uh man we just really encourage you to support Missouri Mearsham and uh, and hopefully pick up a, uh, a freehand. Yeah, if you happen to pick up a freehand at the uh, Chicago Pipe Show, you definitely showcase that. Take a picture of yourself smoking it this week. We'll retweet that out. It's a great way to show the good folks at Missouri Mearsham that you appreciate them helping sponsor and support this show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week. Wait, that was actually, I kind of jumped into that like quick fire question. You did. Yeah, that you, was, did. you were really uh, excited. Same, same energy. Yeah, you could was... be that excited about the pipe question. No, no, That's I am. Good. I'm very excited. Pipe question of the week this week <laughs> comes in from Tom Wester. Now, Tom writes in, he says, What is the current state of taxation and availability of pipe tobacco, particularly regarding shipping across the state lines? Uh, with online retailers being a major means of acquiring fine tobaccos, what legislation do they have to fear in the years to come when shipping state to state? Yeah. How far away are we from having to stockpile the tobaccos before they become uh, in, in impractically expensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and in some states, they, they already are. So, you know, we live, um, how do I, uh, how do I talk about this without getting too political? We live, <laughs> we live in a republic. And so every state uh, is kind of its own, in some ways, its own sovereign. And so, you know, you, you've got tax laws that are very different in a state like New York than you do in a state like Indiana or, you know, Idaho or wherever. Um, and, and so if you're, if you're buying stuff over state lines, um, it, most of it on the internet is unregulated. The, the only thing there is that some states have forbidden the sale of internet tobacco in their state. And, and it, there's not really a good way to regulate this. No, so like, same, same with like wine industry, a lot it's of the different same kind things of thing. like that. Like yeah. they're, you know, it, like in, in our state, for instance, we're one of the few states in the country where, um, you know, if you are a wine enthusiast, you cannot join a wine club here. So you know, frustrating. You know, yes, it is because, you know, you like, if you, if you like wine, you, you know, you find these clubs online where, you know, you pay a hundred bucks a month and they send you, you know, three bottles of wine or whatever, whatever it is, you know, and you get a variety and get to learn and they ship it right to your door. Well, you know, that's illegal in Mississippi. And so, uh, you know, as soon as you try to sign up for any of these, um, 
you know, clubs, they send you letters like, hey, thanks for your interest, but we can't do that. Well, that's the case in some states regarding tobacco as well. And so even premium tobacco products. And I'm thinking particularly of Washington State. Um, Washington State, uh, it is um, it is illegal to, you know, buy tobacco and have it imported uh, over state lines through the Internet. Um, and so that's a that's a big frustration for uh, folks in Washington state. Now, does it happen? Yeah, but it typically happens under the radar and none of the big retailers do that. Um, and so, you know, just something to keep in mind there. Um, with, with taxes, you know, the, the sales taxes are starting to creep into places like Amazon, uh, you know, uh, some of the bigger retailers like Best Buy or Apple or whoever, you know, a, a lot of those folks are actually now starting to collect sales tax for the states that they're shipping to because they're getting so much pressure from these state governments. But typically, this is kind of nerdy and we won't get into too much because to, it'll bore you. But um, I was told there wouldn't be math. Yeah, there's no math. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but t- there are numbers, though. But, t- you know, typically companies that aren't, you know, grossing over a certain amount each year, uh, they kind of get a pass from these state governments, okay? So, you know, a little shop like the Country Squire or, um, you know, or, or even a good-sized shop, let's say like Ewan Reese or whatever, like, they, they're, you know, they're, the likelihood that a state is going to request that we collect sales tax for them, you know, I've got, uh, let's say, a lot of our friends in Michigan, you know, they order Country Squire tobacco. Um, the, the likelihood that the state of Michigan is going to contact me and say, hey, you know, we want you to collect sales tax for us because we know you're, you know, sending your products into our state. Well, that doesn't happen. But but you know they but Michigan has done that to Amazon, right? And so you know the volume. If, yeah, just yeah. the volume and all that. So so that's kind of where it's at. You know, it, it's it's state by state, um, and it's uh, and it's a lot of it depends on the bureaucrat you talk to and the the regulator you talk to. So um, you know because each one of these are um, you know just controlled by different people. But um, anyway, that's that's kind of where it is, and so. Uh, it's why it's so important to, you know, fight for premium tobacco wherever you are. Uh, help, you know, as we've talked about, uh, you know, all the time on Country Squire Radio, help, you know, identify and educate on the differences between uh, the types of tobacco and, and particularly what we do as pipe smokers. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's really important on the local level. And, um, and hopefully we can make some headway uh, making it fair for, you know, even our friends in Washington. That's good. Yeah. So, so don't stockpile just yet. Uh, as a tobacconist, I think you should always stop. Okay, well, there you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> clear house. <laughs> right, no, exa- exactly, yeah. Everything's on sale, yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> well, great question. Uh, I think one that uh, has, has been uh, kind of, it's, it's been there for a while, and so I'm, I'm glad to, uh, to yeah. finally get that one in there. So yeah, that's great. Great, great question, Tom. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, send it in, show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire questions. All right, man. We got quick fire questions in from the good folks at thispipelife.com. Uh, actually, a lot of users of thispipelife.com. Yeah, for this it was week. great. It was great. Uh, more about thispipelife.com here in a minute. But That's first, right. uh, we'll just take them. We got we got three different quick fire questions from three different uh, listeners over at thispipelife.com. First one comes in from Philip, who asks, "Liberty or equality?" Liberty. And before we answer, well, okay. <laughs> I How, to, how's that for an answer? <laughs> there you go. Uh, th- it, it sparked a debate on the forum. Like our quick fire question, like yeah, suddenly yeah. took like for a, for a couple of posts, went back and forth on this one issue. And uh, it's, it, a, it's interesting. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting question. I, I put a lot of thought into it too. Okay, what's your answer? Well, so so I mean, balance both. There 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 can be a balance. I think that there's 
uh, that that's the great quest of democracy is finding the balance. I think liberty breeds equality. I think equality can breed liberty. I disagree. Well, it, it define equality. Define liberty. The individual has a right to do what they want to do and be respected for their decisions. Is that not the same as equality? No. Well, can, that, can there not be a balance? No, I, I, that, but I, th- I think as long as that happens, as long as folks are uh, respected as the individual with their own uh, you know, abilities to make decisions and uh, not interfere with other individuals' rights and things like that, then, then what happens is folks, folks are productive and folks do what they want to do. And then you know, it, it, the folks that work hardest, they, they they've, you know, kind of you know, become successful and society gets better and that helps everyone. Oh, I see. So it's more of like the whole, I don't treat my children equally thing. Do you not, you know, you don't know that argument? What do you mean? No. So, so it's like, I, I, I treat my children fairly, not equally. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the concept. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, I think we should treat everyone fairly. But I wouldn't give all my children the same liberty. Well, because some of them are idiots. I mean, not not necessarily your children. <laughs> I was about but, to say, what you say about my kids? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. I, I have to. I have to strongly go with liberty, and I think liberty breeds equality. All men are created equal. That is that concept is just as important as liberty. But allowing people to make decisions that affect the rest of their lives, they they choose in some sense their own status of equality. All right. And I would say that finding the balance is the challenge. There you go. All right, Woodsman. Now, this is this is a much tougher question. <laughs> is it really? Yes. <laughs> Woodsman asks, Veronica or Betty? I don't understand the question. Do you not? No, Ar- what does that mean? Archie Comics? Gave no idea. Okay, really? No. Okay, all right, all right, fair enough. So, so, so Archie Comics was like the classic... Like uh, I remember, uh, there was a comic in the funnies or whatever named Archie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're talking about? So, so the whole the whole concept. By, in all fairness, I'm not like a big Archie guy. Although, okay. if I'm not mistaken, isn't there? I think there's I like a more of a Garfield guy. You know, I did like Garfield. Yeah, yeah. There, but I, I, if I'm not mistaken, you I like th- pasta a lot. I like think it. that uh, there is actually a live action like Archie television series going on right now called <laughs> Riverdale or something. <laughs> something Every, like everyone's got to make a living somehow. Yeah. Well, all right. So. <laughs> Anyway, it's it's like a soap opera. Like the comic was essentially like this like teenage soap opera. And so the idea I think is that you had these uh two uh uh ladies that were interested in the protagonist and they were Veronica or Betty. Okay. Okay. Um Well, I'm gonna go with uh Veronica because I have a because <laughs> clearly I have an aunt named Veronica. And so we're just gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with Veronica as well. It's actually not an aunt, she's more like a second cousin or something, but anyway. I'm going to go with Veronica as well because in Avengers Age of Ultron, okay. there was a great reference <laughs> you to... You lost me. <laughs> well, uh, well, so no, Tony, go ahead, go ahead. Tony Stark gets the Hulkbuster armor and it's like this big, massive thingamajig, but but they call it specifically Veronica because it's to stop the Hulk. And of course, the Hulk's girlfriend's name is Betty. So it's kind of like this Betty okay. Veronica. It's like a very deep cut Easter egg. You have to get it. Anyway, all right. So that's from Woodsman. And okay. then finally, Blues Piper <laughs> asks, belt or suspenders? Belt. It's just more practical. I would have, I would have pegged you for a suspender. No, I, I think I was at one point in my life. It, it, but in that same point in my life, I had, I, I, I only wore bow ties and regularly wore cufflinks, and that is not where I am now. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm belt all the way. <laughs> I actually long haired beatnik that runs a pipe shop. I actually do own some <laughs> suspenders. They're like Santa Claus suspenders. Like yeah. you know, they've got his like face on them. Everything. No, that's good. Yeah. But I, 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 we bust them out every single Christmas, and I never wear them. 
So no, I'm yeah, belt all the way. That's probably best that way. All right, those are quick fire questions from again Philip Woodsman and Blues Piper from thispipelife.com. Thispipelife.com, an amazing online community. Uh, if you've not checked it out yet, you absolutely should. Quick fire questions can turn into deep, meaningful discussions. They can. You know, it, the folks at this pipe life were actually a big presence at the Chicago Pipe Show, and it was awesome to interact with. Uh, you know, all those guys, particularly our friend Nicole and Max, uh, that work there at uh, you know at, at kind of the main headquarters with them but uh, they were kind of in connection with the STG folks and uh, you know giving uh, or you know charging people uh, I think 50 cents for a you know a, a sample of different tobaccos and stuff like that but it's always great to interact with some of those guys because they um, are just they just love tobacco they've been in the industry forever and uh, and and the community is great I think they've fostered just a really powerful community and uh, and so we're very thankful for that we're thankful for them for you know supporting the show and um, you know the great thing is if you Sign up for thispipelife.com. It's totally free. Uh, and when you do, you can use the code CSR uh, when you sign up. Um, and that code actually uh, helps the show out, and, uh, and it lets the folks at This Pipe Life know that, um, that you heard about them through us. So again, thispipelife.com. Use the code CSR when you sign up to let them know about us. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man. Listener feedback this week. I think we're actually only going to do one because we're yeah. kind of running late tonight. No, it's kind of, we've gone over an hour. Yeah, yeah it's pretty bad. so we got to we got to be careful <laughs> about that. Um, but I tell you what, why don't we go with Donald? What did Donald write into the show? Yeah, uh, Donald says, "Nice to see you guys on YouTube. I've been listening to the podcast for a couple of months now. You two are a great team. Uh, funny to listen to on long trail rides in Tokyo. Boy, that's awesome. Um, I gave you a review on iTunes. Thank you very much. But I guess the whole Japan iTunes does not show any." comments from the USA. Uh, maybe you can't see my review either, uh, but anyway, he says, uh, nice-looking shop, keep up the good work, and that's uh, Tokyo Puffer, uh, also known as Donald. So, uh, man, Donald, thanks so much, dude, all the way from Tokyo. That's great. Uh, man, it's uh, it, it's a real honor. We're glad you're we're, uh, we're a part of your hiking adventures, too. Konnichiwa, right? I, I think. That sounds right. I, <laughs> Kon- konnichiwa. You know, one of my favorite parts about the Chicago Pipe Show this year was just... It, People reacting to this this kind of goofy Southerner walking around. Like, they're just, you know, there's some other Southerners there, but, like, you know, you open your mouth it's sometimes. It's in Chicago, and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're in Chicago, you know, there's folks from all over the world, but, you know, there, there weren't a ton of us there. And I, I just opened my mouth, and people were like, ah, yeah, you're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, man, that's the worst. It was great. All right, well, hey, uh, before we we sign out officially, you had some news that you wanted to drop on people. Yeah, this is this is cool. And I, I, I wanted to do this. Uh, I, I got to thinking about this on the way home. Uh, from Chicago. So th- this is actually just something that uh, I've decided upon in the past 24 hours. But, um, you know, we as Country Squire Radio and the shop, the Country Squire, um, we have only uh, stayed in business, succeeded, you know, grown as much as we have, Bo, and all these other things uh, because of the folks that have uh, been very loyal and faithful in supporting us. And so, um, anyway, I, you know, just think, yeah, I was even. Uh, you know, people know, you know, we're, you know, kind of folks of faith occasionally. And I, I was just, as I was praying this weekend, just thinking like, man, I don't, you know, th- this, you know, as much as we've accomplished and our community we've built, all this stuff, this, this is not us. I mean, this happens because of a greater community. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we just, you know, we're a small part of this and um, we're just honored to be a part of a, of a community that's beautiful, dedicated to each other and all this. So, um, so anyway, I am, um, I decided, you know, I brought all these gems back from, from Chicago and um, I wanted 
wanted to treat our um, country international country squire uh, radio club members uh, to a little sale. And and uh, you know that sounds kind of trite. I don't know. It's like eh, I'll offer a little sale, but it's something I I just wasn't planning on when I bought these pieces. I was like. And as I was coming back, I was just thinking how important you guys are to, to us and what we do. And um, anyway, so so what I'm going to do, we're going to um, take pictures of all the pieces that I bought in uh, in Chicago. And, you know, the Country Squire, we're a small shop, so we don't do a lot of sales, to be real honest. We're not one of these big warehouse, uh, you know, places online. And so the 45 um, year anniversary sale, but even that only comes around 45 years. You know, that's right. That's yeah. right. Next time will be 90 years. Um, and so, you know, it's uh it, 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 it's something that we just, I, I thought a lot about is like, you know what, we're going to do this. And so I, I'm going to actually take photos of all the pipes that, that I purchased for our inventory in Chicago. Um, and I'm going to give our country squire radio, uh, pipe club members, whether you're at the squire or the pilgrim level, a, a hefty discount on all those pieces. And so, um, anyway, if you're a member of those two, be looking for some communications from us. Uh, I'm really excited about that. And it's just a little way that we can say thank you, uh, for supporting us and, um, and taking a little piece of Chicago, uh, home with you also. That's awesome, man. So more information, uh, look for the Patreon, uh, feed on that. And by the way, never yep. been a better time to become a club member, uh, patreon.com slash country square radio is the place to do it. If you're listening on the satchel podcast player, click become a patron. It's right there on your screen that's right it'll take you right there uh be so be sure to do that as well we want to remind you again we got episode 200 coming up june 5th so make your plans to come on down to jackson mississippi for that you can find a link directly to get your tickets as they are limited at countrysquareradio.com we got a big banner it says episode 200 you can't miss it it's got our ugly mugs on there as well so it's like you know you got it. speak for yourself i'm just kidding you also uh, can keep up with us throughout the week you can follow us at squire radio you can also follow me i'm at the real bow york i'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com, where, of course, you can tune in live on Monday nights at 8.30 p.m. That's 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Um, and by the way, for uh, for the live show, because things whenever there's travel involved, things yeah. get a little crazy on, yeah, on the recording sure. schedule and everything. So for those of you that tune in live, uh, next week... We will be recording the episode that'll go out the prior week as next week for the podcast, we've got the interviews from Chicago. You already messed it up, but did, it's okay. Did I really? I th- oh man, I thought I nailed it. For, for, yeah, for, you said prior, but it's for the following week. Following. Yeah. That, the one, that one. That's right. The one so, that comes after. So when we gather uh, together as our live show community next week, uh, we're going to record a live show just like we always do, but that show will, will come out on iTunes the following week. Uh, so, and then, uh, next week, if you download the podcast from, uh, iTunes or Satchel or wherever, uh, you'll actually, uh, be listening to a lot of the, uh, audio content that I was able to get in Chicago. And it's really good. And, and I, I think it came out pretty good. So no, I'm really looking forward to that. It came out really um, good. If, if you're not, you know, if you only listen to, uh, Country Squire Radio through, uh, YouTube through the live show. I really encourage you to to you know download the episode, listen to that content. I think it'll uh, I think you'll get a big kick out of it. I really do. Well, man, thanks for uh, thanks for taking us to Chicago both this and next week. But I really do think that like this week we got a chance to really kind of come through and get the full John David Cole experience. Hey, no country come to town, man. You gotta <laughs> you gotta live it up there on uh, Faux Bourbon Street. Man, with, your uh, faux, with your faux buzz. Ah, uh, ruined, <laughs> ruined it. All right, man. Well, hey, let's go have a night. See you, brother. been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba.